Hello, welcome to the Friday, July 30th, 2021 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Most malware will download additional components after installing itself or after being installed by a user. And that's often the weak point for this malware and gives an opportunity for a defender to detect the malware if, for example, it uses an odd domain name or a unusual URL to download the particular second stage or additional stages from. So it hackers are always looking for benign websites to add their malicious content to. And Xavier came across an interesting example where an attacker used archive.org, the Wayback Machine, as it's also known as, to deposit malicious scripts. And of course, the attacker is expecting that a defender won't really be uh, too suspicious about a user visiting archive.org. This particular attacker did upload a large number of files uh, to archive.org, so likely multiple campaigns or maybe different attempts in how to exactly do it. Now, with this, there's also a little bit information that's being deposited uh, about the attacker on archive.org, like, for example, an email address for the account that the attacker set up to be able to upload files. But what this really tells you is there are no safe or unsafe websites, any website that allows a average user just by signing up for a free account to upload files can easily be abused to distribute malware. And researchers from the University of Turku in Finland did run a static code analysis tool that I call Bandit against the Python package index or PyPy. In total, they looked at 197,000 packages and then looked at, well, what vulnerabilities their static code analysis tool would uncover. Static code analysis, of course, now is not perfect, but should give you a reasonable idea as to the code quality. I actually think it wasn't really that bad. Uh, about half of the packages had no vulnerabilities and only about uh, 12 or so percent of packages had high severity issues. You can see this as good or bad. I was actually almost surprised that uh, it's not as bad as I would have thought. But as usual, be a little bit careful when you're using random packages from repositories like PyPy. Of course, some of these issues, they whether or not they're really exploitable or considered security vulnerabilities may depend a little bit on the exact use case. For example, they flagged the use of the exec function, which is often related uh, to security vulnerabilities or the use of uh, weak hashing functions. If you really just want to deduplicate some files or so, this may be perfectly acceptable or insecure permissions on files that are being written. That again, depends very much on the use case. A total of 750,000 security issues were covered as part of this research. Well, if you're not sure if social engineering works, why not add a browser exploits? Malwarebytes has an interesting blog post looking in detail at a recent attack that comes with, well, two different exploits. 
What is your typical Word macro? Now it's downloaded as a template and included in the document, post the user opening it. The second one is an HTML object that does use an Internet Explorer exploit. So either you may fall for the macro by enabling it, or maybe you're not patched, then you'll fall for the Internet Explorer exploit. And that's a fairly recent exploit that was deployed here. If the user falls for either exploit, then a remote access Trojan will be installed that does provide the usual functionality like collecting information about the victim, disabling and enumerating antivirus products, also executing additional code, deleting files and also uploading or downloading files to and from the system. Also not uncommon for the little bit more sophisticated exploits is that after the exploit is run, it will load a benign document to essentially make the user believe that they just opened this particular benign document. And just as a little add-on uh, to uh, the update for iOS and uh, macOS uh, earlier this week, Apple today also released an update for watchOS, which apparently is affected by the same vulnerability. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again on Monday.